Welcome to another exciting episode of Feasting at the Table with Grace Tom Lawyer. Feasting at the Table is a Bible study program that seeks to apply the truth of God's word to our everyday life. It is a feast and so there's something for everyone. Get ready for a fresh, anointed and timely word from God. Thank you so much. Every time I have the opportunity to do this, I do not take it for granted. And I not take for granted the fact that you tuned in to listen today. I trust that the Lord will be speaking to us, that the Lord will be helping me to communicate his word in such a way that it would affect our lives and it would make us better people. One of the things we've always said in this program is that the fact that the Bible is a book of principles, patterns and promises. And it's important for us to understand the principles and patterns so that we can as as well as partake in the promises i am grace and it is a pleasure to have you again with us as we continue our journey our study has been on the faithfulness of god it's um something that we need to remind ourselves again and again and again because as we go through life we're going to have challenges recently i was thinking to myself um something happened recently and i was just about to respond the other way in such a way of like, oh, feeling bad about it and all of that. And then I, I thought to myself, why don't you look at the good side? This would not have been an issue if you if you didn't have this that you had. And there was a time you're going to have this. So now that you have it, well, you just have to be ready for some of the challenges and some of the pressures that will come along with it. And then beginning to tell myself to take my eyes off the present movement and fix my eyes on the bigness of God. Fix my eyes on the fact that God is faithful. And that is what we are studying. If you're just joining us, it's been two months now. We've been looking at the faithfulness of God. We looked at several things about the word faithfulness, what it means, biblical words for faithfulness. And then we decided that we're going to use we said God is faithful and we looked at things that God would do because of his faithfulness. Things that may not appeal to us sometimes, but we can bank that God will do it because his God is immutable. He does not change and it's not going to change just because of our little whims here and there. He's going to be faithful and he'll be faithful to do all the things that we learned he would do. We said that Jesus even is even referred to as the faithful one when we look at the book of Revelations. That's what the Bible calls him. It says he's the faithful one. And then we said we're going to use a human example to look at the, the faithfulness of God. And we decided to start with our father Abraham. That is the prototype of our study. Which other better example than the man whom God decides to start it with? Yes, he's the man God decides to start it with. Because one of the things we did was we looked at the book of Genesis. We began from Genesis chapter 1 up to chapter 11 showing how god started everything and then when he decided okay let's get personal let's find somebody here and we saw the call of abraham right from uh, mesopotamia all the way to where we saw him so we've been looking at the life of abraham looking at several things along the life of abraham currently we are about to start genesis chapter 14 that's where we are we studied of Genesis chapter 14 and the last previous studies were looking at conflict resolution we're looking at the faithfulness of god we're looking at abraham we looked at him how he retraced his steps from egypt and when he returned to canaan he began to build altars again and we just looked at how god began to speak to him how god appeared to him again i said there's a need for us to retrace ourselves when we need to we looked at conflict resolution some of the reasons why sometimes we don't resolve conflict sometimes it is pride we said that sometimes we forget that it's not about us but it's about the body because the bible makes us understand that the canaanites and the parasites were in the land when the 
the headsmen of Lot and the headsmen of Abraham began to quarrel. Um, for today, I would like us to just look back again and let's look at Lot, this man Lot. Um, it's important for us as we study and as we look at the lives of people that are our main prototypes to see the things around around them for us to learn also about because there are several things i began to look at in the life of lord things that we could learn from and things that we could say no we're not doing this um i always believe that no matter who the character is that there are some positive things we can learn and there's some negative things we can learn and sometimes some people are just full, fully known for the negatives that things that happened in their life i am yet to meet someone who is a namesake of Lot? I'm serious. I don't know about you, but I'm yet to meet someone who is a namesake of Lot, and that's because of several reasons. That's because most times when we remember Lot, we remember him as the perhaps the nephew of Abraham, who is sort of like um, who was always thinking about himself. He chose first. He did things as long as things went on for him, and then we just remember him as a person who eventually slept with his daughters. And it's just a long story. But I think we're going to look at the story of we're going to look at the life of Lot. We're looking at the life of Lot with regards to the faithfulness of God. And I think we're going to do this. This is going to be the first part of looking at the life of Lot. Sometime again after we go through some chapters, we'll look at another part of the life of Lot. And for those of us who have been studying and um, researching, I, a part of the things that Bible scholars say is that these chapters that we're going to start looking at, chapter 14, 15, 16, 15, 16, those are the chapters of the life of Lot. So let's look at the life of Lot and let's see what we would know about him. So what we talk about, and, and before I leave, let's just say that concerning conflict resolution, that is important for us to give our relationship with God a priority and we should take responsibility not sweep things under the carpet like we saw father Abraham did he didn't ignore what had happened he went pleasantly he went privately he actually went proposing and wanting you know as it were to, to cause peace to reign and he, he attacked the, the problem and not the issue and not the person yes attack the issue and not the uh, and not the person I think allow there to be extension Quarrel. So let's look at um, Lot. That's who we want to look at today. We want to learn some things from his life. Who is this man, Lot? In case you don't know and you've been listening to us, let's let's start by talking about who he is. We said Lot happens to be the nephew of the father of faith, Abraham. He's first mentioned in the Bible in the book of Genesis. And I believe that that's somewhere in chapter 11. We are told there that he's a son of Haran. He's the grandson of Terah and he's a nephew of Abraham. He was born in all of the childings. That was a southern city in the Ephraim body. So it was the head of the Persian Gulf. And then when we count the generations, he's 11 generation from Noah, you know, through the line of Shem. And so from scriptures, we see that Lord's father unfortunately died in the land of all. Lord's father's name was Aaron. And then his grandfather, the Bible tells us, took Abraham, took Sarah on their way to Canaan. And, but the Bible tells us that they stopped in Haran and they were there until Terah died. And it was after Terah died that Abraham began the journey again. You know, the book of Genesis doesn't actually tell us about this the extent of this event but when we read the book of genesis further we find out that the bible tells us in the book of acts chapter 7 when stephen began to give his you know his status of the gospel he tells us that abram received the call of god while he was yet in the land of all but somehow didn't obey fully by stopping in haran however he eventually left haran when his father 
Terah uh, died and got to the land of Canaan. And when we read the Bible, when we read the account in the book of Genesis, the Bible tells us that God told Abraham to leave his country, to leave his kindred, to leave the place that he was. And we've talked about the levels of separation that Abraham had. We've talked about what God was calling him to do, the three things that were on an increasingly difficult basis. And child of God, you may be listening to me, and God is calling you to do things, and it's beginning to look like these things are getting more and more difficult. It's going to look like I need to drop this, I need to drop this, I need to do more of this, I need to do more of this sometimes i think that sometimes we, we we always sort of like want god to tell us big things to do but you know sometimes god could just be saying to us mind your business god could just be saying to us tend your flock i mean recently that's what i've been hearing god could just be saying to us do more of what concerns you what i have asked you to do let that be let that be your let that be your let that be what you are focusing on the bible tells us here that abraham eventually decided to do what god had asked him to do so let's turn our bibles now to genesis chapter 11 i believe verse 30 to 31 but sarah was barren she had no child and the bible says and terah took abram his son and lot the son of heran his son's son and sarah his daughter-in-law his son abram's wife and they went forth with them from the all of the children to go into the land of canaan and they came to heaven and dwelt there so that was the first mention of the name lot in the bible and when we see him here we see that he's a passive player in this migration you know one might begin to be tempted to look at this story in different ways perhaps he did not even have any choice we don't know how young he was you know and we don't even know if he was a gentle person we don't know how young he was that made him not to be able to say no i'm not going along with you we don't know if he just didn't have anything and he just had to tag along the Bible is actually silent about the mother of Lot or if he had any other siblings, but it does look like maybe his mother was dead and so he had to follow his grandfather. And then when we look at the second mention again of Lot in the Bible, the Bible tells us that he's on another immigration migration story. This time around, he's following his uncle Abraham. We see him relocating. As long as Lot's family relocates, Lot relocates with them. That's, um, I believe, Genesis chapter 12, verse 5. After the call of God had come to Abraham, again the bible says in verse 5 of genesis chapter 12 and abraham took sarah his wife and lot his brother's son and all their substance and that they had gathered and the souls they had gotten in the land of heron and they went forth to go into the land of canaan and into the land of canaan they came i love that love that love that one of the reasons i love that is the fact that the bible says that they left to go to the land of canaan and the bible says into the land of canaan they came and child of god i i know that every time i read this passage most times one of the things that gets struck to me when i look at this passage is the fact that these people had a goal is the fact that these people wanted to go somewhere and the bible makes us understand that they left because sometimes we want to go somewhere but we don't want to live where we are we want to somehow magically appear in that great place we want to we want to get to but we do not want to take those steps to get to that place and sometimes child of god god may be calling you to something big as we see in the life of abraham god is calling you to something big but guess what is going to happen it's going to be little steps and it is understanding the faithfulness of god that allows us to take those little steps understanding that god is faithful allows us to take step one after step two after step three because sometimes at the beginning of the day it doesn't look like much and that's why the bible says that he that is 
is faithful in little will be faithful in much that's why the bible tells us that we should not despise the days of small beginnings the days when it looks like nothing is happening but are we faithfully doing what god has called us to do the bible makes us understand here that this man lost this child lost this this teenager lot we don't know who he was how, how old he was but i mean for him to have been uh, a a a nephew of abraham definitely there should have been a significant age difference it looks to me that lot could have been as well could well have passed on for the child of abraham and abraham could well have adopted him after all this time around his brother is dead there's no mention of the mother abraham adopted him and took him along with him i know that bible scholars differ some people keep saying um, a lot of people were tend towards the notion of, oh, Abraham should not have taken Lot. But sometimes I like to look at it the other way. I mean, if this is your, 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 your one of your brothers, so your, your brother who is dead, this is his child. Who are you going to leave him for? I mean, if it was your child, would you leave your child? Who are you going to leave him for? I remember that those days that people were very family oriented and things like that. So was he going to leave Lot behind? Was he just going to leave Lot behind? Who was going to take care of Lot? I remember that when they were leaving the first time, his grandfather, grandfather you know sort of had responsibility and took his grandson with him so i can see that abraham perhaps decided to follow in the steps of of, of um, his father and perhaps he was looking at lot as a heir to him and so we see here this is the second time lot is mentioned that he is also still migrating and he's someone who has joined a team that has accomplished a dream you know you know what when it comes to the the law the dream team bible says that he followed his uncle and then he received his own reward he followed his uncle all the way to canaan and i love the last part of the verse which we talked about saying that um they set out to go to the land of Canaan and this land of the Canaan they came. And I don't know because for me, myself, I'm thinking, what were some of the goals I set out at the beginning of the year? What have I done about them? How am I going towards them? What am I doing towards them? Am I actually doing the right things? Am I taking the right steps that will make me towards the goal? Or am I staying back? discouraged discouraged at the things i'm seeing child of god discouraged at the way things are going and just thinking oh nothing is happening this thing i'm doing is not working or am i relying on the faithfulness of god the faithfulness of god that makes him to be credible you know recently i've been looking at the book of john i've been looking at the gospels and then i'm in the book of john and as i began to read the book of john as i saying to myself do you know that god is so personal you know almost every story in the book of john seems to be like in every chapter that i've come across seems to be something personal something personal about john chapter 2 we see we see we see there something personal about john chapter 1 let's start from there something personal there john chapter 1 those disciples john himself then we go Go to John chapter 2, we see something personal. We see the wedding at Canaan. We go to John chapter 3, we see something personal. We see Nicodemus and Jesus. We go to John chapter 4, we see something personal. Jesus and the Samaritan woman. We go to chapter 5, we see something personal. I believe that's um, at the pool of Bethesda. We go to chapter 6, we see something personal. Jesus feeding people. We go to chapter 7, what's there again? Chapter 7, I think it's at the, because today I was reading, I believe, chapter then the one that has to do with the man that got blind that was born blind and as i looked through as i was looking at all these stories you know reading through the word again it just struck me that you know god is personal it struck me how much god cares about us how much god cares about the little details how much god in his faithfulness was looking at the life of lord i know as i began to look at this story again i said to myself i said listen grace god was faithful even to lord to provide for him a cover he was faithful to provide for him 
him a father. When his father Terah died, his when his father, beg your pardon, Haran died, there was his grandfather there as a father figure. There was his grandfather there who took care of him. And then when we come to the fact that by the time his grandfather died, guess what? God still had someone to take care of him, and that was his uncle Abraham. And I know I began to say to myself, do you know that sometimes we do not realize that God's faithfulness has made provisions for some of the things we think we do not have. Sometimes we think we do not have this, we do not have that. But if we look carefully, God has made provisions. His word is true. His word that says that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That word rings true. That those things that we think that we do not have, that God's word rings true about it. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. It is that want. Not, not wanting that we see in the life of Lot. We see that God provided for Lot a father figure. God provided for his father was no more there, but God provided for him. And it's a reminder, child of God, as we look at the faithfulness of God, that God is able to provide for us those things we need. They may not come in the form that we think we want them to come. I tell you, perhaps if you had asked them, the, the if you had asked Lot himself, he may have or perhaps wanted his father but his father was not there but guess what god made a way for him and let's let's go on one of the things another thing i see in the life of lot here is that as long as lot continued to follow he seemed to be reaping the blessings i i, I don't know how you are how you have seen that but as i began to look at the life of lord i'm seeing that lord's success you know lord's ability to be you know to to set out from canaan from wherever he was and which there was an ability of his was a result of his ability to follow yes i think that's the right word to use sometimes child of god our success depends on our followership our success depends on who we are following our ability to follow sometimes there are some things that god has not called us to lead sometimes there are some things that god would prefer that we take the back seat we just follow who he has instructed there are some things that are not going to happen for us because we are at the forefront there are some things that are going to happen just because we are following well and we are following correctly praise god we are following well we are following correctly every time we see lord mentioned in the bible up to now we see that he's someone who was following and whose followership brought blessings to his life child of god who are we following is that followership bringing blessings to our life or is it a cause of heartache is it a cause of tears then we need to review who we are following because god wants our followership to be one that brings joy to our heart and i love it when i read um what apostle paul said to i believe the galatians he said listen be if yes i believe that's galatians be imitators of me as i imitate christ if we're going to follow anybody we need to make sure that they are following christ if we're going to follow anybody we need to make sure that they follow christ and that doesn't stop us from realizing that listen god is the that christ is the standard that there's nobody that we are we're to hold in such high esteem that even when they do wrong we think that no they, they cannot do wrong no 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 child of god jesus is our example jesus should be our prototype as we follow the bible says that even the apostle paul said listen if you're going to follow me follow me as i follow christ in other words if i'm not following christ don't follow me if what i'm doing is not what christ would do then don't do that we see that lord's success here made him to god's success here was as a result of his followership and child of god listening to me today could it be that some of the difficulties we were experiencing 
missing is the fact that we're not following the right people is the fact that we're not following correctly is the fact that sometimes we don't even want to follow protocols and at least the child of god what i'm saying following it might not even be a man it might be a system it might be laid down rules it will be our ability to follow what has been laid down what we need to do about it so let's go further in our study because we're looking at the faithfulness of god and we said that the faithfulness of god even to the life of lot we've seen that the faithfulness of god provided for lot what he did not have child of god the blessings hallelujah this has just come to me the blessings that we are going to get are not going to come as a result of um oh what would you not have it's not going to be oh if i had this then my blessings in this area and that way i would be no child of god what is going to come to us is going to come to us through what we have glory to god in the highest glory to god in the highest what we are going to have what we are going to receive as blessings are going to come to us as a product of what we already have there is no blessing that is attached to us that must come to us that is tied to something that we do not currently have there is no blessing that god wants to bring to us that the the problem for that blessing getting to us is because it is attached to something that is currently beyond our reach or something we do not have the blessing of god to lot came as a result of what he had his father had died but god made for him terror who made sure that he did not remain in the land of all who made sure that he left the land of all and came to the place of haran and when terror died god still made a blessing for lot and moved him from the land of for, for of haran into the place of canaan that was god the faithfulness of god the faithfulness of god means that god is faithful faithful not to give us beyond what we can carry the faithfulness of god means that god is faithful to bring to us to, to bring us to a place where we can have access to the blessings that he already has for us glory to god in the highest glory to god in the highest lot the man lot shows us the faithfulness of god because it was in that followership it was in those relationships that god had put in his life that we see that lot began to increase we, we saw that last week or the past two weeks when we we're reading the story of lot so let's just continue let's continue let's not get distracted uh let's continue again we're still talking about lot here we see him we said that we 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 saw him going on the second migration story from from haran to canaan he followed the third time we again see lot is in genesis chapter 13 verse 5 once again he is his success is the is a success is determined by his followership. The Bible tells us here on three occasions that this young man just followed what was going on. Let's look at it. Genesis chapter 13, verse 5. He says, Now Lot, who was moving about with Abraham, <laughs> also had flocks and friends and heads and tents. This is the new international version. I mean, sometimes some people are going to take offense to that, say that Lot was moving about with Abraham. Well, let's look at the NLT version. That's another version that I like to read too. The NLT version says concerning Genesis chapter 13, verse 5. What does it say? It says, Lot who was traveling with Abraham had also become, you know, very wealthy with flocks of sheep and goats, heads of cattle, and many tents. Um, the CG, CJB version says, and Lot also who walked with Abraham had tents, heads, and what's this word again? 
and cattle. The Bible says that he walked with Abraham. Another thing, the Bible says he was traveling with Abraham. Another version says he was moving about with Abraham. Child of God, who are we moving about with? Who are we working with? And it's not just physical. It could be in the line of thoughts. People that you call and you say, oh, this is what I'm considering. And you listen to them because you believe that God speaks to them, to you through them sometimes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says that Lot was moving with Abraham. The Bible says that he was traveling with Abraham. The Bible says he walked with Abraham. What is our work? What kind of people are we working with? It's another thing to commend in the life of Lot. Because I know that we, we just think, oh, Lot, Lot, his, his trouble was too much. No, 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 no. There are so, so, some other things in the life of Lot that we need to look at. And we need to check ourselves today. What is our followership like? What is our followership like? He has the right mentor. We can see that in his life. We can see that Lot has the right mentor. He happened to be following the right mentor. And because he's following the right mentor, things are going on well for him. Lot followed the right mentor. Things are going on well for him. Let's go quickly because I'm looking at our time now. And then when we started looking at this some weeks ago, we looked at the strike that broke up between the headsmen of Lot and the headsmen of Abraham. Abraham. And, you know, we looked at it you know in the human angle thinking about conflict thinking about conflict but you know today i was looking at this again looking through my notes and thinking to myself that you know the bible says that um there was increase in the headsmen of in in they became wealthy and there was increase you know in the cattle of lords and the cattle of abraham and then their headsmen began to quarrel and you know child of god that when he talks about headsmen it's actually a symbol of productivity in the lives of Abraham and the life of Lord. And sometimes, child of God, headsmen are equivalent to our employment. Headsmen are equivalent to our ministerial duties. Headsmen are equivalent to those things that resulted from the outflow of one person, from the outflow of one blessing. You know, those things that resulted from the headsmen, you know, those things that resulted from the outflow of what God has blessed us with. And the Bible says that there was a strife. There was a strife. There was strife between them. Child, was sometimes there could be strife in our employment, and we need to go back again to the study. We need to go back again to look at what did Abraham do when there was strife. We need to go back again, no matter how little it is, to nip some things in the board as we see in the life of uh, as we see in the life of Lord. Because guess what, child of God, Lot did not continue what he was doing before. The Bible tells us that. And if we look at CB, it says conflict broke out between those heading at Abraham's livestock and those heading lost livestock. At that time, the Israel, the, the at that time, the Canaanites and the Perizzites have been the land. And I know we've talked about that a lot of times. We talked about how Abraham showed the right relationship tactics and all that. But then we begin to look at this life of the, the life of this man Lot, how he was offered a position and rather than doing deferring to the elder rather than letting the other person go first bible says he lifted up his eyes he beheld all the plain of jordan and saw that it was well watered everywhere before the lord destroyed sodom and gomorrah and the bible says it was like the garden of the lord like the land of egypt as thou hast come out there and, and guess what he went for that which uh, one of the things i can see here is that although lot had come out of egypt with abram lot had not forgotten egypt lot had egypt still with him lot was still looking at you know by the time he was looking at the well-watered land of the plain of jordan guess what he was comparing it with he was comparing it with egypt and child of god sometimes that's what happens to us we're comparing some things in our minds that we shouldn't be comparing 
Bible says that Lot took a long look at those fertile plain of Jordan without praying and all that he took that and I think that's where we're going to start to round up today that we're going to say again that Lot's decision was based on sight you know unlike that of his uncle Abraham who the Bible mentions you know went forth the Bible says looking for a city whose building whose foundation was by was by God and the Bible tells us that we walk by faith and not by sight and if we're going to understand I, I think we're going to stop here if we're going to understand the faithfulness of God we're going to understand that some of the things that God is going to ask us to do may not make sense to the ordinary eye but because we trust God because we trust in his faithfulness and we know that this is what he has said we are able to make such decisions Lot is long great Lot, Lot is looking at things from one angle not realizing that that decision is going to make is going to take him the other way guess what child of god we see that lot at this point in time separates from his uncle at lot at this point in time and we, we said that there's a point of separation there's a time that things are going to we're going to have to get to some relationships and say well this is the time where we have to draw the curtain this is the time where we have to move left or you move right and that's what abraham said if you go here i'll go there if you go there i will go there but there were several other ways that Lot could have gone about this. Lot perhaps could have told his, his, his uncle to choose first. And then Lot went ahead. Lot went ahead. And, and as we come back to the as we come to the next study, we'll still see the faithfulness of God again in the life of Lot, even when he got into trouble. God still cared about him and went about checking a way to restore him. The faithfulness of God in the life of Lord. The faithfulness of God in the life of Lord teaches us that even for those things that we think we do not have, God would provide. And that there is no blessing that is going to come to us that has been hindered by what we do not have. No, it is those things that we have that God would use to bless us. And our blessings, child of God, sometimes depends on our fellowship as we see in the life of Lord. That as he continued to follow the mentors God had put in front of him, guess what, child of God, he made progress. He became very wealthy. He did make progress. Father, we thank you for your word today. Lord, we ask for grace to follow accordingly. We ask for grace to follow those who follow Christ. Lord, to desist from following anyone who is not following Christ. We ask for grace for our own personal relationship with you to follow you, Father, as you desire that we do. We ask, oh God, that as we make decisions, that we realize and recognize your faithfulness. Let your faithfulness, Father, guide us in all that we do. Lord, in jesus name we have prayed amen and amen we hope you have been blessed by the word of god today we look forward to seeing you again next time on feasting at the table